everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of Exploit It. I'm Alexis Strowski. And I'm Kevin Daly's Destroyed Soul. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, it is. It is. I mean, it, it, individually, these two movies were painful, but together, absolutely soul-crushing. Yeah, this bonus episode, we're talking about American Pie Presents The Book of Love from 2009, directed by John Putch. Well... I want to have a little chat with you. Uh, do we have to? I found the sock in the laundry. Oh, jeez, Mom, put that away. Are we on? The times may have changed. Rob, are we on for seventh period? Oh, yeah. But one thing remains the same. Ooh, sounds like you might be in the market for some homegrown American beef. Sorry, I'm vegan. Cheers. American Pie. This is the Bible. This thing goes back decades. This is our ticket. They just found the playbook of their dreams. We need to reconstruct the Bible. I'm in. All right. I'm in. Now to save it. Hello? Are you the one who created the Bible? No, that would be God. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm calling from East Great Falls High School. They have to find the players who scored with it. The Bible got ruined, so we want to call everyone on the list and try to reconstruct it. Is that anatomically possible? Two fingers or one? No way. I just wanted to talk to you about what you wrote in the Bible. Boys, this book is a powerful weapon. Use it for good. I really like you. I feel the same way. You going to Stifler's house tonight? Ladies! Tonight, boys, is the night. You become a man. It's the hottest slice yet. American Pie presents The Book of Love. Did you ever try a peanut butter sandwich? Nothing comes close. <laughs> John Putz. Yeah. John Putch, by the way, we have discussed previously on an episode. Oh? He plays young Sean Brody in Jaws 3D. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he plays the little brother that, that has sex with Leah Thompson in the ocean. Oh, shit. All right, well. He, he went on to direct- That's his one- cl- one claim of fame. Got it. Well, he directed some movies. He directed that made-for-TV Poseidon Adventure with Steve Gutenberg. Oh, good. A Gutenberg movie. Yeah, he directed Atlas Shrugged 2. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Which, by Great. the way, had a fucking Princess Daisy in it. Well, I do like I do like her. Samantha Mathis, I believe is her name, right? I think so. But American Pie Presents, um, for some reason, this spin-off series has more films than the the Mothership series. Yes, there are four mainline series, and there's like six spin-offs. Yeah. Um, this is my opening note. I'd just like to point this out. This couldn't be worse than Parkies, right? Right? Oh. Well, well <laughs> I may have been wrong. <laughs> um, American Pie, that came out like 99. Um, yes, I, that sounds right. It came out the same time as Blair Witch Project, because I talked about this movie with the same people that thought Blair Witch was real. And then they're okay. like, you need to see American Pie, it's just like us in high school. And it was like, what fucking gross pie fucking high school did you go to? <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say I love the mainline American Pie series, all four of them. The second one is my least favorite of the four, but they get progressively sweeter as the... Uh, the, I'll just put it this way. The characters get growth. Yeah, that's actually why I don't like the first two that much. 
but I yeah, like the later two because they're adults and they're mature. Yeah, well, and but I think the first two are important in that development. They are. I mean, American Pie has its cringy stuff with the uh, like the Shannon Elizabeth scene. Yeah, totally spying on her and putting it on the internet. That's cringy even in its day. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Meanwhile, this whole movie is that. But <laughs> yes, this movie is that. Like, like if that scene could be its own spinoff, <laughs> right? But I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I, I, I like the mainline series, especially the later it goes on. They become very sweet and kind of romantic and and cute, and you really see how these people become adults, yeah. which is kind of realistic, right? Like we're assholes as teenagers, and hopefully, eventually, we find some semblance of you know not being assholes. Um, but American Pie Presents, the series itself, is like Stifler's extended family. They are genetic toxic masculinity. Yeah. Good old stuff. Like, I don't think they can avoid it. I think that is just baked into their genes. Because all of these movies have a shitty Stifler. And like in Bandcamp, that Stifler is the main character. Here, he's a secondary character. There is yeah. a Scott Stifler who shows up from time to time to be a dick. And... So, this movie, from the director of Atlas Shrugged 2, immediately opens with this direct-to-video quality, and there's a kid that's, uh, gonna get this peanut butter sandwich and watch some porn. Milk, sandwich, and porn. That sounds like a good morning. And, um, the porn's just too kinky for him. Because I'm like, well, how are you fucking searching? You know, Pornhub exists! 2009. Oh, yes, it did exist in 2009. But it was, yeah. like, early on. It was, like, still in development. Kind but of. it was still pretty easy to find regular porn. True. It's not like you'd open the internet and it'd be shit porn, you know? It's not It's not Cartman's mom taking a, getting a Cleveland steamer. Yeah. And so this kid decides that um, when he folds the bread on this sandwich, it kind of looks like a, a... Well, I don't want to say really? it looks like a vagina. It looks nothing like a vagina. I mean, it is if you squint really hard. Yes. And so, and, but it's also chunky peanut butter. There's like peanuts in it. Ugh. But he decides what the hell and fucks this peanut butter sandwich. Not a good start, movie. And, um. I, at this point, I'd like to mention I decided I was going to eat. <laughs> uh, a peanut butter sandwich? No, not a peanut butter sandwich, but I was eating something. I think I was eating some string cheese. I'm like, I'm hungry. It's lunchtime. I can't. This possible. You know, it's whatever. It's goofy, goofy teen comedy. I can eat. It won't make me sick. I'm not watching Cannibal Holocaust. It'll be fine. And it, just, uh, at the, it was at this point I realized that was a mistake. Yeah, and um, you know, this kid must be a masochist because he's so into it. Even though you know that this chunky peanut butter must be just scratching the hell out of his junk for his pleasure. Like who is just yeah? Like oh yeah, this. You know, bucket of planters gets me hard. <laughs> <laughs> stick my dick in a stick my dick in a payday. It's yeah, exactly what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. And so the dog is like, "Oh, peanut butter." Yeah, because dog. Also, why are you jerking off with your dog in the room? Yeah, and so the dog comes up and starts licking his junk, which just is setting this kid over the edge. Called interspecies erotica, fucko. Yeah, and his little brother, like Cody or something, has taped the soul and put it on the internet. And that's our opening credits. Followed by a Nickelback song. Oh, yeah. Not, at this point, I'm really not feeling good about this movie. With the exception of the Nickelback song, I really did like the soundtrack. Oh, no, the soundtrack's awesome, except for this one song. Yeah, so this kid is named Rob. 
Rob's the sandwich fucker. <laughs> I'd rather be the, the pie fucker who didn't have his pie fucking put on the internet. Yeah, nobody needed to know about that pie. Yep. Jason Biggs got off easy. Yeah, they're they're just like, let's tell mom we ate it. Yeah. Well, as we learn in this movie, the uh, uh, Jim Jim's dad, Jim is the character from from the yeah, original American Eugene Pie. His Levy. dad Eugene Levy is um kind of the godfather of this whole thing. But we'll get we'll get there. Well he's in all of the American Pie Presents movies. Yes. Um but yeah, we also meet Rob's friends. There's Nathan Hello. who is dating this girl named Dana, who's taken a virginity pledge. Because that was actually a really popular thing periodically throughout the 90s and 2000s. Probably still is. I don't know. I yeah. don't live in areas where that's super popular. Even though she has had sex previously. Six guys, apparently. Which we will hear all about, because Nathan is a piece of shit that does nothing but slut-shame this poor girl. <sighs> yeah, he's an asshole for 97% of the movie. Um... And then there's Lube. Uh, he has another name, but they call him Lube. And he's yeah, because his his, na- his name's like Lubitsky or something like that. He's yeah Polish or something. He's our awkward character. He's the Jason Big stand-in in this movie. Yeah, he's got a crush on a cheerleader, like the hottest girl in school, because that's just how these movies roll. Yeah, Amy, who's this obviously like late twenties actress. Incredibly out of his league. Yeah, that he just fantasizes about and he draws naked pictures of in class. At this point, uh, he started sketching some booba, so I decided to start a booba count, and I'm going to count the drawing. So, booba count one at this point. Yep. And um, Followed immediately by booba count two, because... Uh, he fantasizes about them? Well, no, the, the teacher also has some booba sketch. Oh, yeah. The teacher, uh, Pete something or other... Has a crush on another teacher. This guy, though, by the way, is played by Curtis Armstrong. He was Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, I knew I recognized him. He's, another another teen sex comedy. He's super creepy and has this just obscene crush on this other woman, uh, this other teacher, and he has his own dirty pictures of her. Uh, but yeah, so we learn more about uh, these characters. Let's see. I have random notes here. Most of them are just written in ha- hatred. Oh yeah, Nathan has a line. No, it's Heidi. Heidi is the girl that Rob is has a crush on. Yeah. And Heidi is like, she wants to have sex. She's like, I've decided that I should make that big step and lose my virginity. That's at this point, I, I'm thinking, like, we make too much of a big deal about this. You only Do... make a big deal out of it in high school, really, though. Like, once you're an adult and you've had sex, it's like, not a big deal. Just do what you're in. Do what you want to do, right? If you want to, cool. If you don't want to, cool. Like, fucking cares. It's just another thing you do. Yep. Um, and Heidi says, just "Be safe." <laughs> Heidi's like, "I'm not innocent. I've seen showgirls in the Blue Lagoon," which was a pretty. I, I thought that line was kind of funny. We'll be doing showgirls at the end of January. Yes. Blue That'll Lagoon. I don't know if we're ever going to do that piece of shit. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> And then we get uh, a high school dance, and it is just fucking banging it with 2009's Katy Perry, Hot and Cold. I love that song. Yep. <laughs> it's a, no joke, no irony. I actually think that song is fucking awesome. Yeah, because I'm... And I'm not, even, I'm not even a pop music fan. I think that song is kick-ass. Yeah, because as much as I was hating this movie, I was like, yeah, Katy Perry and dancing. Just a, it's, that's a banger. You can dance to that song all night. It's great. So they're, they're talking about getting laid. 
that's what they're gonna hit on girls at this this fucking school dance. And yeah, these of, boys are super lame. They talk a big game, but they suck. And one of them offers tissue and says, "Oh, don't forget these." Where they're like, "You only need those when you're alone." And then, I mean, <laughs> I put in my caps notes, "No, you don't. Sex you, is messy." The whole thing is pretty messy, guys. I, I mean, I know you guys haven't tried it, but it's uh, it can be a little. There, I mean, the reason it. Uh, <laughs> Clinically and biologically. The reason it is the way it is is because instead of having to reproduce in water, we developed fluids that did that uh, aspect for us so we could have sex on land rather than water. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things happening. And then fucking Nathan is really pressuring Dana to break her, her vow to God here. Compares himself to Adam and Eve. Yeah. Some ego. And then he's like, is God okay with a BJ? Yeah. And he, he slut shames her. He's like, you had sex with six people. Well, she says seven, and he's like, and it was six. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, and then he goes, you had sex with a black guy, that counts as two. And just like, some casual racism. And then um, we're back to the dance, and it's playing fucking Fallout Boy Dance Dance. And I'm like, okay, you got me, movie. Yeah. <laughs> my, e- my, my emo kid heart has, you've got me. And we, we, we meet Stifler again. Good old Stifler. Good old Stifler. I forgot that I had another note about Stifler earlier when we meet him. And he says something to Nathan about, like, is that your girl, Dana? You know, I, I you, if you don't rush, I'll tap that. And he stops and he checks out her ass as she's walking away. And she does not have a really good ass. She's wearing baggy jeans and she has hips like railroad tracks. Yeah, skinny white girl. Yeah. What do you want? But anyway, Stifler's going around with his phone taking pictures of girls. He's like, well, this is for, uh... My site, sit on my Facebook. Good old Stiflers, I tell ya. The problem is, like, this Stifler is completely uninteresting, whereas at least the original had, like, an aspect to him. Also, he's got trolled constantly. Yeah, this Stifler is just, I have sex with many women, and that is my only character trait. Um, It's interesting, because this came out kind of in the dawn of the streaming and influencer era, like 2009, I think. That's about when Twitch started taking off, I think, Justin TV. And YouTube wasn't as big as it is now, and Instagram didn't exist, and TikTok didn't exist. We didn't have. But he's TikTok out there filming. Yet, but we had that other one that. What was what was that called? Vine. They had Vine. Vine. Vine was around. There was a lot of Vine influencers. We had Instagram. Instagram existed. Oh man, I was obviously out of it. I hated. I didn't even use like Facebook until probably two thousand nine. That was about I when mean, I started using it. This is still. It was just. The- when I was in college, when I was in college, Facebook was literally used just for college kids to hook up. But this is, it's before the, the really cringy influencer era where people are like, I have a thousand people on Instagram and can give you publicity if you give me free merchandise. Incidentally, like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, smash that subscribe button. Want to check out our Patreon? No, we don't have a Patreon. Yeah, we don't have a Patreon. I don't think we actually will. <laughs> I don't think so either. But so Rob starts looking around for Heidi, and Heidi is about to have sex with this kid in the library. And because he has this whole conversation with Rob, has this whole conversation with her, and she goes, "I'm thinking about just doing it." He's like, "Yeah, you should do it," because he wants to be the one to fuck her. And she's like, "Okay, cool." And she just finds like a random dude. <laughs> she does this like three times in the movie. Too. Yes, she does. So Rob comes in and he sets the library on fire. At this point, I'm wondering where the fuck the adults are. <laughs> 
Because apparently they're just throwing a party at the school unattended. Yeah, where kids can just go off into any other room and have sex. And I forgot how Rob sets the library on fire. I know he, like, he has something that he throws in a trash can. The trash can catches on fire. He sticks his foot in. Does he have a candle? The, the candle? Yeah, it's like a candle. Why is he walking around the school with the fucking candle, though? I don't, dude, I don't know. But he basically, he sets the library on fire, so now he's in trouble and has to, to clean up his mess. We have a scene here where Rob's younger <clears throat> brother Cody is exceptionally vulgar. Yeah, it reminds me of me circa 1995 to 1996. Yeah. The, the middle school kid here. <laughs> yeah. There's a light way at the beginning of the movie. Where the mom is like, where's my vacuum? And I'm like, the little brother is fucking the vacuum. Yeah, it was obvious. It was I think so it might be a little obvious. bit later, but it's obvious. It's actually not even till the end of the movie. Yeah. It's like a post credit scene, almost. Yeah. But it's so obvious this little kid is fucking the vacuum. But he's always getting this viral footage of his brother making an ass out of himself. Fucking sandwiches and whatnot. And the, oh, mom, wait, the, mo- the mom is, is awesome. She's, she's great. Yeah, the mom decides to have a sex talk with Rob. She's like, hey, you know, sex, and, um, I found this sock. And it is incredibly stiff. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's like a gag sock. Yeah. And he's like, oh my god, mom, and she's like, and, um, I have this video of you fucking a sandwich. It's like, it's okay, boys, experiment. It's like, she's so nice. She's just like, like, alright, that's she's cool. Like, she's like, mom, why do you have that video? She's like, I don't know, your brother said it as my startup screen and I can't take it off. <laughs> His brother's such an ass. <laughs> like, yeah, could you imagine that poor mother every time she she swipes on her phone, there's a son, picture of her son yeah, fucking well, a sandwich. Santa, yeah. <laughs> poor woman. But Rob's cleaning the library with his buddies, and they find the Bible. Yes. Uh, which, the reason I picked this is because it didn't have quotes around the Bible in the description. Yeah, they're referring to the Bible that they find in the original American Bible. Yep. Which is this artifact, essentially, that contains the collective wisdom of all of the men before them who have learned techniques to, you know, get laid, essentially. And so they're like, we can use this to get laid. And that's the premise of the film. Yeah, we are. Which uh, is basically the premise of the original movie. Just like to point that out. Yeah. So they have the. And it's it's damaged, by the way. It's gotten kind water of burned damage. and water damaged. Because fire and sprinklers mess up books, turns out. And so they decide to start practicing this and like one of the things the book suggests is that you should compliment women yeah which they're like what what you have to tell them they have nice eyes and something what compliment women no way because they don't see women as human beings yeah and they're at the mall and you know they decide to just push it on rob rob go try out this strategy of complimenting a woman yeah and at this point i realize there's no score in this movie just infinite licensed songs it is. So he goes into basically a, you know, Victoria's Secret. Secrets. Hashtag not Victoria's Secret. Yeah. It's pink. Yeah. <laughs> um, Generic. <laughs> Legally distinct Victoria's Secret. Oh, God, it'd be worse if this was like a fucking Claire's. <laughs> Given what happens Ew. in this scene. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes up to Amy, the cheerleader, and he's like, you have 
pretty teeth. Yeah, his charisma checks are not going well. <laughs> so I said they are pretty nice, actually. She smiles. I'm like, they are actually pretty nice. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, that's sweet. Come here. They go to the changing room where she just strips off her top. Booba, three. Yeah, and um, she's like, here, take these for me. And she stuffs underwear into his pants, like this pair of panties. Right. And she doesn't notice. Oh, no, he notices. He knows that what she's doing. Oh, does he? I thought he just felt like she was feeling him up. I guess she would have known, huh? You would have to. I don't. Well, given how this scene plays out, because she's like, just act natural. And so he's walking out with this huge fucking hard on. And that's because he uh, saw some booba and had a pretty cheerleader touch his wiener. Yeah. And so the the sensor goes off at the, the door and he's like, oh, no, no, I was just I wasn't stealing. And so they, they search him. I'm like, ah, clever girl. Yep, and he takes the panties out of his pants, and they're stiff already. They're just, just disgustingly gross and moist. But they're they're using like a a hanger to carry them away, and so he has to buy these now for a hundred and fifty dollars. Jizz in your pants. Um, yes, lingerie is fucking expensive. Turns out. Yes, it can be. Oh, and they're laughing at him because he's got his mom's credit card with a note. Oh, I missed the note. What's the note? Oh, it's just uh, authorizing him to use the credit card. Oh, and he... So buys- he's using mommy's credit card and the girls are laughing at him. Yeah. It's, you know, I had a... My, my parents just gave me a card with my name on, on their account. Helps you build credit. He goes out and he gives the, the panties to, to Amy. He's like, I even put them in a bag for you so you didn't have to touch them. Nope. Oh. And that's when Stifler comes up and he just goes, I'm super horny. Want to suck me off in the sharper image? And Amy just goes, okay. And they go off. Do whatever you got to do to feel good. No shame. Makes you happy. To yeah, well, at least- low Stifler. I don't, you know, whatever. No judgment for me. That's that's your business, Amy. Well, <laughs> hey, better sharper image than, than Claire's. That's true. Sharper image is nice. Get those, um, get those, those chairs. They're pretty cozy. Hey, could you imagine if he said, like, want to suck me off in justice? Oh, jeez. That would have been awful. Abercrombie? Yeah. <laughs> suck me off in the bathroom next to Subway. Yeah, I mean, he, at least he picked a relatively nice place to go to. Yeah, that's probably why she said yes. Yeah, it's like, shop room is just pretty nice. These guys would have said KB Toys or some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the closed KB Toys. Hey, that would be the place to do it. It's closed and abandoned. That's no one goes in there. True. If you're going to have sex in the mall, do it in the closed, haunted KB stores. That's right. And a completely different movie begins. <laughs> but so Nathan goes to see Dana in the middle of church because he's a fucking idiot. At this point, I realize Dana looks way too much like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, she does. Um, praised at this church is Sherman Helmsley, by the way. Yes, in his last role. Oh my god, it was his last role? Poor man. Indeed, indeed it was. Such a great actor to go out on this. Yeah. They, uh, yep. So Dana and Nathan go to some other room in the church, but Nathan, being a fucking asshole, accidentally hits a thing that broadcasts their conversation to the entire congregation. And he is just right in, 100% with the slut-shaming. And so now the whole church knows that Dana has had sex with people. Also has learned a little bit about the past of <laughs> Dana's parents. Who were both apparently uh, slinging it in the the day. And so uh, Nathan is now persona non grata in Dana's family. As he should be. But Dana's like, oh, I don't know if we've broken up. Because she's friends with Heidi. We'll probably get more on again. 
Oh, Ashley, by the way, is the name of the cheerleader, not Amy. Oh, Jesus, we're bad at this. We're terrible. Uh, Fuck my favorite movie. character in this movie we haven't even talked about is Imogen. The That's who I was legend. getting to was Imogen. She's the British girl. She's my favorite character in this movie uh, by, like, a factor of ten. Because anytime Stifler gives a girl, like, a, hey, I want to fuck you, every girl's like, okay. But Imogen's like, no! And she's got, she fucking parries him. Repositive. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she gives him all, all the shit ever. It's great. So, Rob, back at home, mom comes in, is that a Bible? Oh, no, no, it's not. So I have this credit card charged to a lingerie store. Right. And Rob has to, he, he decides the easiest way to deflect here is to say, I love wearing women's underwear. I guess who's there with uh, some re- some recording. Yep, the little brother records all yep. this instant, instantly on the internet. Yep, he's, he's on top of it. Incidentally, I've had that conversation with my parents. Yeah, the, how did that uh, How did that go? I actually went fine. Awesome, that's good to hear. Um, I was just telling my parents, hey, uh, that underwear is actually mine. And transgender, my parents are like, oh, okay. I've yeah. never tried that, I've heard it's comfy though. What, talking to parents about underwear? No, 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 <laughs> just wearing... Wearing women's underwear. Heard it, heard it could be comfy. That's a conversation for another day. Yes. <laughs> Back into this movie. Rob is now telling Heidi to wait because he's jealous of her having explorations with other boys. But of course, Rob's not going to wait because it's road trip time. Oh, that's right. And they're like, let's go on a road trip because they, they find out in the book that, hey, there's this prost, uh, the sex worker we can go see. And they're like, road trip. And it's playing that, that Katmandu by Bob Seger. Yeah. Like, where are they going? Oh, it's just Canada. So they- And and I'm wondering uh, if where Great Falls is, and I'm thinking it's got to be Michigan or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it They're is Michigan. For- it is Michigan. Okay. I, I get it. I, I got it. Nailed it. All right. Good. I remember from American Pie. But they go across the border to Canada. There's a terrible counter line. Kevin, counter Kevin Federline. It's like, what are you doing in Canada? We went many miles for vertical smiles. Yeah, this is Lube, by the way. Yeah. Kevin Federline tells him we use kilometers in Canada. And I can't remember how he adjusts his phrase. Something like, we've traveled many clicks to wet our dicks. Mm. I'm like, I mean, that's a good adjustment. Yeah, he just rolls his eyes and lets him go through to a brothel. And says an American, and it's just something like fucking Americans. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. So they go to this brothel, and the, the book has advised them to pick this girl named Monique. Ask for Monique. And yeah, because I think this said, what did they think this said, 1996 or something like that? 1995. Yeah, um, which this is relevant in a, in a bit. And since they, when they go to the door, they're like, oh, yeah, Monique's here. She's in the back. Oh, yeah, Monique will be right with you. I'm like, okay, it's going to be some sort of joke. Monique's, like, not going to have a head or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, no, she comes out and she's, like, 90. And uh, I'm going to count Booba 4 here because uh, <laughs> those are barely covered. That doesn't, that's not really a shirt. She's the oldest sex worker in the world, you know. She's yeah, because this whole place is super posh, drinks, and women walking around. Yeah, these young, beautiful women, and then there's fucking Monique comes out like a mummy, and she sounds like Dracula. She's like, you want the sexist? She has arthritis. And so uh, Lube is fantasizing about all these women, while Rob has to go off and get gummy head from yeah. Monique, because she takes her dentures out and goes down on him. I don't have. I don't get the appeal of the brothel thing, but I also know many men in history have lost virginity in brothels. They're very common in the uh, the Victorian era. Also, we're at Booba Five. I'm just counting scenes because there's like oh, ten there's like naked 10. women in this scene. Yeah, yeah. But poor Rob. Um, 
you know, he, he shoots pretty fast at this old woman. And she dies. He's just, uh... Shot yep, his keeps load. getting worse in this movie. He yep. shot his load into a dead woman. Just died on his cock. Who now has lockjaw. And yeah. they, you know, his friends come in. They're trying to pull this this poor dead woman off of his cock. And then this fucking, like, groundskeeper comes in. And he's like, Mama! Mama, you killed my mama! And so it's, it's so... So they sweet. cheese it. Get out. <laughs> yeah, they get out. They scream back. It's like, I killed her with my sperm! And they realized that the book actually said 1975. <laughs> right. Makes a big difference. And then Rob's like, what are we supposed to do about these women? I, I'm like, I don't know, am I supposed to listen to her, see her point of view, and be honest? And I'm like, yes, fucking yes! But no. Yeah. So he finally confesses to Heidi. And she's like, oh, okay, you know, that's good. I like you too. Let's go to Stifler's party. Yeah, it's very convenient. It would have been much more interesting if she's like, I'm sorry, I just don't feel that way about you. Yep. Maybe I'm projecting, because that's what was told to me in the past. And um, and Dana and Nathan go to the party. And Lube is still gonna creep out over... Yeah, we got Booba scene 6 and 7 here somewhere, I don't remember. I think it was probably just girls streaking around. Oh, no, he does fantasize over Dana for a minute. Oh, yeah, that was probably, that was probably Booba 6, and then Booba 7 was probably the start of the party where everyone's streaking. Yeah, he creeps out over Ashley. Ashley is the cheerleader. Yes, Ashley. And then there's this scene where this girl comes up and talks to Stifler. She's like, Stifler, I want to talk to you, you know, can we talk alone? You know, it's me, Katie. And he's like, okay, you you wait right there. And he never goes back. And I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? What did she want? <laughs> like, what's this great mystery here? Does come back. We do come We do, eventually, yeah. Yes, it comes, it loops back around on that eventually. So the boys all gather around the keg and they just have this big, you know, toast. Like, we're all getting laid! Which, of course, all the girls see this. Yeah. Guess what? Girls don't like you just bragging about it. Nobody does. Yeah. It's just, just gross. It's like decorum, gentlemen. So Heidi's run off with Stifler, I think. Yeah. Why Stifler? I... <laughs> And okay. Dana's just fucked right off. She she wants nothing to do with this. Lube goes to Ashley and gives this, like, I'm a sensitive lover and a quality, you know, I will make sure that you have absolute pleasure. And so she she gives the, I don't feel that way about you. I don't want to have pretty, sex with you. She's and she's pretty nice about it, honest. And she's pretty nice about it. It's always awkward to have to be on the receiving end yeah. of that, trust me. And then this fucking, like, Anna Ferris-looking girl comes up and is like, were you serious about that? I'll take you up on that offer. And so they yeah, go that's up. Yeah, uh, that's a woman who hasn't had uh, someone that cares about <laughs> pleasuring her. This girl's had some trauma. Yep. And um, they go up, but Lube has been, like, blown up with text messages. I'm going to fuck this girl. I'm going to have sex. And because, again, that's exactly what girls want to see. Yeah, and so she finds his phone and she's like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. That's exactly the, her response to These guys need to learn to check their egos. Yeah, oh, no, Nathan does go off with Dana. And he gives her cunnilingus. That seems great. Because um, she's, like, giving him all the directions. Like, good for her. Knows what she wants. I'm, like, oddly less touching than the cunnilingus scene in American Pie. Yeah. Because this is the, the, the tongue tornado scene. Yes, this is... That's a good note, because while I will, when we get to the end of this movie, uh, it's relevant to my opinion on this movie. And... Yeah, so Heidi hooks up with Stifler. I guess she doesn't. 
She doesn't. She's like, this was a horrible idea. But that doesn't stop Rob from going full on Nick Cage and Mandy with the vodka. Yeah, he just starts slamming it. And then he gets with this girl. And he's so drunk, he's like hallucinating with her tramp stamp tattoo. Yeah. And he just vomits all over the poor girl. (laughs) Which, Which, of course, is videotaped. It's videoed and put on the internet. And so the guys, the boys are like, oh, that was terrible. We're awful, shitty, terrible people. Hey, let's just try to recreate the Bible and fix it, you know, because it's all water damaged and stuff. So we could at least do this. Um, oh, so- yeah. We got Booba 8 in that, in that scene. And uh, some girls are into that vomiting thing, but I don't think she is. Yeah, it's called Roman Showers. I learned about it yeah. in a John Waters movie. It's yep, nothing and, that I uh, would ever do, but. <laughs> got one hell of a hangover the next morning. Yeah. And so they decide, well,. You know, let's go find all the original authors of this Bible. And so the first creator that they come across is fucking Eugene Levy. He is the founder of the Bible. He created it. I don't think his kid ever knew that either. Yeah. Oh my god, the poor Jason Biggs was using his dad's sex tips. Yes, he ins- he certainly was. His dad taught him how to eat pussy. That's absolutely correct. That is cringy as fuck. Yep. But, but Eugene Levy adds quality to any movie. Yep. Um, and he's, he's, he's eager. He's, he's into this, you know, and he's like, yeah, let's make my sex book. Let's- well, it's like his life's work. He considers it like he's incredibly proud of it. Yeah, because he sells furniture now. And they turn his, his entire furniture store into, like, fucking sex book headquarters here. They've got, like, got- tables and phones and whiteboards all pulled out. He starts telling the story. It was 1969. I'm like, of course it was 1969. Um, he talks about, and he's giving them advice here and there as they're walking around and writing on whiteboards. And it's a fucking montage here. Of cameos. Of cameos. Uh, where I wrote down the Dustin cameos. Diamond. Dustin Diamond is there. Uh, fucking. Brett, Mi- Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels, yeah. Um, Who else is in that scene? A whole bunch of, like, it's really funny. <laughs> And so they make the book and they put it into print. Uh, one of the other former authors is the booger teacher. Yep. Claims that he had anal sex with that other teacher. Yes. And Lou uh, wants to uh, interview him regarding said said situation. Which that he thinks it's a sting and just hangs right up. <laughs> yeah. And so Eugene Levy is like, ah, it's finally it's here. It's in print. It's nicely bound and everything. It's like, this is not a sex manual, this is a life manual. He gives a really nice speech here, actually. Yeah, and he he tells them the advice that they needed to learn. Um, If you're honest and treat a girl with respect, and then for some reason, um, he gets the Bible, you know, Rob gets the the Bible from the printer. Yep, he makes an actual book again. And it's blank. Well, he's got the page in the front, but he's got a bunch of blank in the back, because, you know, it's supposed to be passed on, so it's like pages for people to write into. And so, suddenly, random ski trip. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the... Yeah. And... Uh, they play the song Laid. Yes. That's which is a little on the Which is a little on the nose, but it's a great song. Um, but it's also in American Pie 1. It is. It's the theme song, because when I stopped the movie to look up that song, mm-hmm. it said theme from American Pie. Yeah. Well, this came out before that, but... Yep. And we find out that Katie was basically jilted by Stifler. Yeah. Um, like she, uh, it was a hump and dump. Yeah, she gave him her virginity, and then he never called her back, and so she's going to shame him now. And so they're playing strip poker, and, you know, it's like, okay, if I win this, you have to go outside naked, Stifler. 
It's and remember, I apologize. It's a, remember, it's a ski trip, so snow. Yeah. And so she wins. So he has to go outside naked into the snow, and they lock him out. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Tries to run around to the front door, and there's a fucking moose. It's a bull moose. Moose are fucking mean, by the way. Yeah. Um. I I think. If you ran into a mean bull moose in the wild, it would just run you down. Probably just kill you. It would probably just kill you. Unlike here, where it pins Stifler against a car and rapes him. Yeah, that escalated quickly. Yeah. So he's raped by a moose, and that's just a thing that happens. And it's played for laughs, even though that would probably cause <laughs> immense damage. If, if not death. Death, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. And somehow, and somehow there's still 20 minutes left in this movie. Yeah. Um, because we get, everyone's going on the ski trip, and they all hop into their, uh, their ski lifts. Yeah, Lube and Ashley end up in one together, and yep. then Heidi and Rob in one. And then Nathan and Dana just start fucking on the, the ski lift controls and stop the whole <laughs> ski lift. So, they, they, they couple up here, and I, I just put it into here about, like, remember the movie Frozen? And I'm not talking about the Disney movie. <laughs> the, one, the one where they... <laughs> get trapped yeah. on the ski lift. Yeah. And they all, like, freeze to death? Yeah. That's not what happens here. It's not what happens here. No, um, they, they hook up, you know. Oh, that's right. One of the cameos is C. Thomas Hell, fucking pony boy. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so, Rob and Heidi hook up. I think they have sex on the ski lift. I don't know. No, they don't. They they start making out, and then the ski lift starts moving again, and they finish up at the cabin. Yeah. Same with, yeah. Well, with... Lube and Ashley Lube's like, well, I'm going to get help and just hops on out of the ski lift and yeah. she follows him and they, they have a moment in the snow. Where he's talking about how they went to elementary school together and he's always liked her, you know, doesn't not just because she's hot, because she's funny and she's nice and whatever. Yeah. And so, you know, we because she has this whole thing about everyone just wants me as a trophy. And, and he's like, no, I really care. And I'm like, do you? I mean, he might, but also, I don't know. And we get a little montage of them. Now Now they're all happy. They've got their girlfriend so they can pass the book on. And it's playing Who Wrote the Book of Love. Like, uh-huh. Fucking 50s Porky's music playing. And they, they put the Bible in the library and, you know. Then we finally see Cody in the vacuum on YouTube. Yep. And the, the kids, poor little kid's embarrassed. He's like, oh, no, they all saw me get my dick caught in a vacuum. That's what happens yeah. in the video is he can't freaking turn the vacuum off. He's like, it's stuck. Also, kind of like child porn. <laughs> yeah, and it's at nine million views. Yep. And that's that movie. That's that's this oof. Okay. Well, this one at least I have some positive things to say about. So it wasn't quite as bad as Porn. The characters but... actually mature and they learn a lesson. Yep. That's that's a step up. They learn, hey, women are not objects. Oh, oh the the last scene with uh, Stifler and Imogen is funny. Yeah, I was about to mention, even Stifler kind of realizes. Yeah, he has a moment where he has has some, some depth. Because he's sitting on one of those those donuts. Yeah, nursing his... <laughs> Frostbitten mo- feet. And his moose rape wound. And he talks to Imogen, who got jilted by her boyfriend, who's yeah, apparently had- 24 years old. Yeah, college age boyfriend, and she actually got dumped. And Stifler's like, "Hey, look, a twenty-four-year-old dude isn't going to take a high school girl seriously." Which I'm like, "He's that's, right." That's probably true. Yeah, from ninety-nine percent of the time, that is that is true. And they're just friendly, you know. He's not yeah. trying to get in her. 
she does like reach down and grab her boob and she like smacks him. He's like, sorry, reflex. And I'm like, I don't think he's joking. I think that's just gen- stifler genetics. Yeah, he can't help it. I think he actually can't help it. I think that in the context of that movie's universe, he is genetically incapable of not sexually harassing people. But this movie, it's it's better than Porky's in the fact that the characters mature, that there is a, a lesson that they learn. Right. And that bad people get their comeuppance. And the correct- Characters- Yeah. Right. The characters are slightly more likable. Yeah. Um- Humor-wise, it's at the same level as Porky's, if not worse. It's, yeah. It, I mean, it pushes things way too far with, with well, I mean, it's got moose rape in it. Let's just, it's moose rape and fucking kids fucking sand- vacuums on YouTube. And- sandwich fucking and, a, yeah, it's, yeah, it pushes it way too far. Getting head from a dead woman. Yeah, this movie definitely, I mean, we were talking a little bit before, and you're, like, he fucked a sandwich in the opening scene. I'm like, yeah, I did set the tone early on. Yeah, didn't it I? does. At least the movie is honest up front. It doesn't try yeah. to make you think it's going to be American Pie. They just open with, this kid fucks peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's my that's my problem with this. big problem with this movie is it's basically the first American Pie movie again, right? Like, the plot line is almost exactly the same. It is. But the characters are less likable, and they don't. They don't grow as much as the characters in American Pie do. They don't. But then again, the characters in American Pie grew over the stretch of a franchise. True. But it's just like, if nothing else, it's the same movie but lower quality with less likable characters. And it's just like, I'll just go watch the original again. Yeah. It it goes too far. At least it's something here. And the soundtrack is is, a, is fucking awesome. Nickelback song notwithstanding. So, I mean, there's at least there's something here. Yeah. It's about 40 minutes too long, but, you know. Yeah, this movie could have easily have been shorter. This is, thing reads more like a, a, a sketch of American Pie. Right. But, yeah, so um, anything else on American Pie Presents? The book I mean, it's, of better than, it's better than Porky's, but don't wa- bother watching it. Just go watch the original movies instead. Yeah, and mostly just the last two. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I, American Wedding is very cute, and so is Reen. Um, Maybe I'm just getting old and <laughs> an old, an old dad who's facing his own, uh, his own old reunions. <laughs> maybe, maybe it just hit close to home. But yeah, so next week, uh, let's see here. We're doing Herschel Gordon Lewis again, 2000 Maniacs. Ah, yes. His follow-up to the classic Blood Feast. I did love Blood Feast. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this one, but Blood Feast was a, was very cool. I think you might like it more. I always liked 2000 Maniacs more. And right I watched on. it this again this weekend, so I was like, yeah, yeah. It sucks dick, but it's, it's fun. It's a fun... Okay, well, I mean, that's the most important thing. I mean, how many like actual quality movies have we watched? It's like 10% of the movies we watch. It was like Mandy. Yeah. And Street Fighter? I don't know. Yeah. Mandy and... I'm sure there was another one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we don't watch too many, like, actual quality movies. So next week is 2000 Maniacs. Uh, This was a a fun episode, even though we hated these movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I mean, to be fair, I watched Violent Night in between these two, and I watched uh, Strange World, which is also awesome. Did you? After this one? I watched, uh, oh god, was it, no, it was Thursday that I watched Porky's. Because, uh, and I started watching American Pie Presents, um, but I just paused the movie halfway through to go to bed, yeah. and it just kept coming unpaused and playing, and it would wake me up, and I'd have to go pause it again. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was too sleepy to actually actually stop it, and I realized that it was just going through like all the franchise on Tubi. Visions of Eugene Levy stuck just, in your head. Yeah, just Eugene Levy in my dreams all night, going, "Oh no, the hormones!" <laughs> and meanwhile, he was the one who was responsible for all this shit. Yeah, and then when I got up the next morning, those movies were taken off of Tubi because it was the first of the month. So it was like I have to pay money to finish American Pie Presents now. Yeah, well, I had to pay money to watch both of them, so that was that was a thing. I got lucky and watched Porky's on Amazon before they took it off. Yeah. Uh, yes, don't pay money for these movies. Yeah, 2000 Maniacs is on Tubi, by the way. Although well, good, it's not, it's not the end of the month, so it shouldn't disappear on me. No. So, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what we do, make sure to leave a review and let others know. Help get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploititpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Exploit or on Instagram at Exploit It Podcast or contact us at exploitapodcast at gmail.com. Join us next week for 2000 Maniacs. Yeehaw! <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to, like, this, uh, quick episode of Exploit It, where we are, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, let's just start that over. Yeah.